I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to Cliff Killam of Killam Development, the City of Mission and the Mission EDC were key elements in spurring his company to purchase and develop the 3,400 acres for Killam Development in Mission. Really, I can tell you um, that we may not have purchased that property if it were not for the City of Mission and the Mission ADC having the vision and taking that leap of faith to invest infrastructure into the Hunt property, even when the Hunt group may not have been developing at the time. The Rio Grande Valley Partnership hosted a commercial and investment virtual tour of the City of Mission. Rio Grande Valley Partnership CEO Sergio Contreras moderated the virtual tour. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today as we uh, hear from our friends over at the Mission EDC as we host the commercial and investment virtual tour. For those of you that have uh, been joining us over the last couple of months, I think it was as of last uh, October, is when we started these on a monthly basis, we want to say thank you. And as, uh, as we continue to engage, we are anticipating that we will be hosting these in uh, live and in person uh, over the next couple of months, probably in the summer timeframe. So more to follow on that. Uh, as we finish today's presentation at the end, you will hear of the upcoming tours. So today we are kicking it off with a Mission EDC, Mr. Daniel Silva, Executive Director, uh, and wanna thank him for the opportunity to ensure that we uh, showcase of everything that is going on in Mission, as well as the Killam Development Group who will also uh, speak on their project of, I think it's about 3,400 acres. Uh, however, we can't do this without our sponsors. Our premier sponsor is Cobalt Banker uh, Commercial, Rio Grande Valley. I want to say thank you to Daniel Delvan. We also have quarterly sponsors. That's EB Mary Construction, Atlas Electrical and Air Conditioning, ERO Architects, Edwards Abstract and Title, Noble. Thank you for joining us. And today we in collaboration with Sames Engineering Group, also the Rio Grande Guardian, and also the RGB First Group. Uh, and credit management concept. So we want to say thank you for supporting our efforts. We are now going to begin with our program, but before that, I do want to recognize our chairman of the board with Plains Capital Bank. Larry Gonzalez, if you want to just share some remarks on, on behalf of our board. Well, thank you, Sergio. Um, and, and first, Sergio, I thank you and your staff for, for organizing uh, uh, this event. They're very informative, uh, and it's kind of very important that we all keep up with what's going on, uh, in this case, in Mission. And um, I welcome everybody that's participating. Um, from from our perspective, as, as a banker, uh, we see some good things happening this year. Um, we see some some economic percolation that looks very favorable. Um, you know, I realize that COVID is kind of still in play, and it uh, seems like we're moving in the right direction. But um, at least at our end, we're certainly seeing some some deal activity picking up, and we're we're excited about that. And, and I'm sure most of y'all are seeing that as well. So. Um, so uh, let's let's hear what what our mission EDC has to say today, and I'm sure there's some good opportunities out there. And um, and again, thank you all for for participating. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Daniel Silva, Executive Director of the Mission EDC. It is uh, your turn here to kick it off and, and and take us through the presentation. Thank you, sir. Great. Thank you. I appreciate being here, and thank you everybody who's uh, who's signed on through uh, Internet Land over there. I know COVID's made it made it strange. We've all become near masters of the Zoom conference. I can't wait to get back in, in person and have meetings and be able to interact with individuals, but we're getting there. And I think this is definitely a step in the right direction. So I appreciate everybody putting this together. Thank you, Sethio. Thank you, the partnership and all the sponsors. Definitely thank you, all the sponsors. So today we're uh, we're here in the city of Mission. I say it's beautiful weather outside, but it was raining. Uh, hopefully you all are safe out there, but uh, we wanted to take a little bit of time uh, instead of just hearing the entire time, together a video. And uh, the video is going to highlight, you know, some of the projects that we've started here in Mission, you know, what, what we're focusing on. Um, as, as a lot of you know, you know, we, we've definitely over the last couple of years focused on workforce development and, uh, and we have our Center for Education and Economic Development. So go through all of that in the video and you'll be able to see, you know, kind of uh, our direction, uh, what we're working on and, and, uh, and we definitely could not do it without uh, the Kiln family, the Kiln Development Group. We'll also have a video with them. We have Dr. Uh, Rolando Ortiz and Renal Cantat on with us, and um, we'll get to that video after the East. Thank you. And for all, as the 
the video starts, it's a very comprehensive look at Mission ADC. I believe it's about 15 minutes. So thank you for, for this. Hello, my name is Daniel Silva. I'm the Chief Executive Officer here at the Mission Economic Development Corporation. I want to thank you for taking some time to spend with us today. Normally, this process would be us taking you through the city in a couple of different spots, but due to COVID, we're going to do everything virtually. Apologize about that, but it looks like everything is getting back up to normal, and hopefully we'll be able to see everybody together in the near future. Over the next couple of minutes, we're going to introduce you to aspects here in the City of Mission and with the Economic Development Corporation that make us proud to do the job that we do. We're going to introduce you into some areas, some topics, and some practices that we have here in the city that really make us unique. Here in the City of Mission and with the EDC, we want for you to know that your mission starts here. I'm Joel Garza, the Chief Operating Officer of Mission EDC. The seed building has been a really great benefit for our educational programs. We've had programs for school-aged children and working-age adults. Uh, whether it's people who are unemployed or underemployed, we also try to help people who are looking to step up in their existing careers. Um, it's given us a place where we have not just the space, but the technology to be able to deliver the education that we need to deliver. Today, every individual is tech-engaged and every organization is tech-enabled. Coding skills, digital literacy, and STEM education are all crucial components for job growth across the United States. Our Cyber Mission Program is a workforce development program offered to applicants in the Rio Grande Valley who are interested in obtaining a technology industry credential through a partnership we formed with CompTIA, the leading voice and advocate for the global information technology ecosystem. Cyber Mission originated as a pilot with the Mission EDC and a matching grant through the Texas Workforce Commission's High Demand Job Training Program as Texas sought ways to help fill a growing number of job openings requiring technology skills. Participants in the program go through a training curriculum that allows them to sit for one of the exams that CompTIA provides. After they pass the exam, they'll be able to get a certification which opens up job opportunities for them. The Mission EDC is vested in developing technology job skills in Mission and our region to offer employers considering locating in the Rio Grande Valley a broader base of qualified and skilled residents to meet their hiring needs. Technology-related jobs tend to have higher pay, which helps support families and grows commerce in our communities. The things that we start here at SEED really help to grow the future of Mission. Mission Texas is located in the Rio Grande Valley, which is essentially the southernmost tip of Texas. When you think of the underdog, I mean, we could not be more of an underdog uh, when it comes to recruiting companies, when it comes to developing workforce. The City of Mission was founded by entrepreneurs, and so we figured we'd nurture that entrepreneurial environment that exists in the city and, 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 and house it all in this building. The SEED building is a center for education and economic development. We focus a lot on developing local talent and local uh, business. And so we felt that we would use computer science or technology as a way to hook the next generation of, of workers, get them interested, but then we can get them introduced to all the different type of industries that are out. Alex had a great idea. His idea was instead of focusing dollars to paying companies to come here, he wanted to focus on having a skilled workforce here in hopes that companies would come to the area. We saw that the one type of job that everybody needed was security. It's a city, a county, a hospital. There is a huge skill gap in, in cybersecurity right now. And from CompTIA standpoint, we're asked about all the time is how we're going to help fill that gap. And that's what we're trying to do with programs like this one. Getting the CompTIA CSA certification for free, that's crazy. I mean, so there's an A plus, which some jobs have. And then like there's a security plus, and then there's a network plus, and then we're also getting CSA plus. I mean, after I get that, I feel like people would have to hire me. I know a lot of the students, they're actually seeing this as one amazing opportunity to have these certifications. The certifications that they're getting are going to distinguish them from anybody else within this career field. It removes every excuse, every barrier, you know, to, to being a success. I was really surprised to see this program come up in my community. To have something like this program that just builds up our community, that puts back into the economy, it's great. I think it's great that they're helping to empower more minorities. Specifically, I think women in IT really need a big foothold in this. I didn't think I would get into it. I felt like this program's got to be too good to be true. And then we went through the steps and I remember getting the email and the first person I called was my mom and I said, I did it, I got in. And she was like, well, good, know that you're going to be, you know, eating and sleeping IT for the next eight weeks. Technology evolves every second. And so the more we grow technology-wise, the more people that we need in that field. CompTIA is going to go ahead and bridge that gap. 
they see the opportunity and they're putting more investment into the student. Working with so many like-minded individuals that see that goal, that's what really drew CompTIA here. And I think our goals align just perfectly. I'm Daniel Rivera. I'm the Director of Programs and Marketing at the Mission EDC. The Mission EDC has a long history of progressive programs for entrepreneurs. We pride ourselves in helping entrepreneurs develop their business plans, develop their businesses, and grow here in the city of Mission. One of our longest standing programs is Ruby Red Ventures. Ruby Red Ventures is a program that was developed years ago where we partnered with the Small Business Development Center from UTRGV, and we taught entrepreneurs how to write a business plan, come up with a pitch deck, and then propose their business to a panel of judges to win award money to help start their business and their venture. Some of our success stories like Divot by Bilad, The Knife Glider, and our homegrown coffee shop Jitters have great stories about entrepreneurship, about how they use Ruby Red Ventures to start their business, and how they sustain their business here in the city of Mission. Our programs are developed here in the seed, here in the city of Mission. The building has provided a foundation and a platform for entrepreneurs like the people who have been through Ruby Ventures and others to come use this building to launch their business and launch the success stories from the city of Mission. One of those stories is 5x5. 5x5 Brewing Company started here at the city of Mission in our seed building in one of our industrial spots. George Rice and his team have developed a beautiful business that has grown beyond the city limits of Mission. About one year ago, here at the Mission EDC, we were faced with the same uncertainty as many other people were across the world. As the COVID pandemic blindsided us with a new world that we weren't expecting. We were sitting here trying to figure out how we could help businesses weather the storm and figure out how to continue to operate. Tasked with a COVID relief program to help entrepreneurs and small businesses in the city limits, we wanted to figure out what else we could do to help so many struggling businesses continue to provide for their families. What we did is we activated a food park idea that was implemented when we first built this building out. We had a parking lot, we had 5 by 5 brewery, and we had connections for food trucks. But those were only an idea back then. The Mission Food Park has become a go-to destination place in the RGV. People from across the valley come to Mission to eat in an open air, safe environment, where we are family friendly, pet friendly, and at the same time, helping small businesses and entrepreneurs follow their dreams. We've allowed people to start their businesses, to grow their businesses, and to flourish here in a safe environment that has become a destination for the city of Mission. Hi, my name is Lawrence Chang, and I am the owner of Motor Ramen. Moto Ramen is a food truck business that we have here for ramen food. What makes Moto Ramen unique is that we use different flavors. Especially we combine our Hispanic culture flavor with the Oriental Asian Japanese uh, cuisine. So that way it could be acceptable to our palates here. Once the pandemic hit, it really strained ourselves. Like we, we couldn't work. We didn't have a, I didn't have a job for about eight months. So we had to really focus on what we're going to do next. And food was one of those things that was comfortable for us since we've already been doing food throughout this whole entire time as well, for about six years. We decided to come to the Mission Food Park because of the opportunities that were given to us, especially in Mission, that we couldn't get anywhere else. The way I see my business growing here has been phenomenal. I mean, I had the opportunity to do motor ramen. And then after that, five months later, built another food truck. So as far as opportunity and business here, this is a great place to start. What I would tell other people about Mission is if you really do want to become an entrepreneur and you want to start a business, come here. You're going to have all the help you need, the resources you need, people who are just going to talk to you and let you guide you in what you need to do. And you'll, you'll be successful here. You really will. My name is George Rice. I'm director of operations and one of the owners here at 5x5 Brewing Company. 5x5 Brewing Company is a craft beer brewing company. We're manufacturing focused, based out of here in Mission, Texas, in the seed building. 2016, we came up with the concept. We started shopping around uh, different cities, municipalities that might be able to want a company like this within their 
their city. And honestly, we got turned down by a lot. And then when we approached Mission, it, it wasn't if we could do it. It's like, when are you going to do it? And so we pretty much got off the ground running in 2017 and we got fully operational in 2018. The thing that sets Mission apart from other cities, especially here in the Rio Grande Valley, is that it's very progressive when it's outlook on business. Uh, they're very helpful between the EDC, the city government, and the Chambers of Commerce. There's always a solution to any problem that you might have as a business or as an entrepreneur. You just need to know where to look. And between those three different entities, the government, the EDC, and the Chambers of Commerce, it's uh, pretty easy to find solutions to any problems that you might have as a business owner or as a developing business or growing business or even a business that's starting up. All the services that are provided within the seed building, not just from the EDC itself, but from the other business incubators that are in there as well, provided uh, additional resources. You have media consultations, you have uh, social media gurus, you have videography, all the resources that they have that the EDC has, not only that, but the other businesses that are inside there uh, that could multiply and add to what we're doing. They're just literally open door and two uh, cubicles away and it's easy to it's really easy to collaborate and it's really easy to get stuff done on a really quick uh, basis in comparison to talking to our agent up in Houston or Dallas, you know, they're right next door. So it's awesome to have all that right there at a moment's notice. I highly recommend you consider Mission as your home if you're looking for a place to headquarters out of. My name is Gabriel De La Garza. I am the owner of Jitters Coffee Bar. Jitters Coffee Bar is a small coffee bar in Mission, Texas. We uh, pride ourselves in roasting our own coffee. Uh, we source coffee from all over the world, and uh, we do it to offer it to our customers, uh, the best possible product that we could possibly put out. So. My business is in Mission because I was born and raised in Mission. I went to Mission High School, graduated in 1996. Just in general, we'd never had anything like this uh, in the city of Mission, so I wanted to provide an environment where people could uh, feel safe, come out and drink coffee. And, you know, we put out a product and we put out an environment so that way people can enjoy it. So Ruby Red Ventures was presented to us by, uh, by Daniel and uh, he was uh, basically kind of introducing us to it just to give us another opportunity to present our business as something unique to the city of Mission and to Ruby Red um, to incentivize both the city and, and us as well. So the Ruby Red Ventures funding helped us in a few ways uh, that we were in desperate need back then. We needed a back parking lot. We had no parking in the back, very limited parking in front. Um, just a lot of like upkeep that we needed at the shop that I mean, we just didn't have the money for back then. Um, and it helped us kind of like spark forward um, from that point on to try to like provide more uh, space for customers to actually sit inside and, and park in back as well. So just the fact that we're inside the city of Mission um, at our main location, uh, providing an environment where people are going back into the city, downtown especially, uh, I think it's very unique, um, especially when a lot of the stuff is actually headed back towards the expressway um, business-wise. So we wanted to provide a, a, a space that just didn't feel like you were inside the city of Mission. It felt like you were somewhere else. And um, I mean, hopefully inspires more business to do the same, to kind of uh, inspire people to head back into the cities. The way we complement the seed is um, you know, we provide a product that, I mean, it's a lot for a lot of people, it's essential. Um, like I said before, it's a good conversation piece and having sitting down and having a, a cup of coffee. But on top of that, you know, I mean, instead of people having to leave somewhere to go get their coffee, we provide that for them here. Um, it's a great environment for business professionals, people who uh, wanted just a space to study or a space to do their work. Um, and it's a great meeting point for, you know, people from all walks of life that are you know, in the middle of their workday or trying to relax and unwind. So back in March, we had to shut our doors here just because of uh, the lack of business and just, you know, the scare of the pandemic. But I think um, with the food park opening up, and especially it being outdoors, um, a lot of people were looking for something to do and a safe place to do it. And I think the Mission Food Park really provided that by providing a place where they can come out and eat, a place where they can sit, have a cup of coffee, or just uh, unwind and have a beer. And uh, for the most part, I think that did the trick for the city of Mission and for the people around the area that were traveling from other cities uh, because they felt safe uh, coming out and sitting at a table, having a you know a bite to eat and conversation piece. So. For anybody looking to start a business, especially a mission, I mean, look for your local programs with the EDC. Uh, uh, look for uh, environments where you feel like you're going to thrive and, and just um, act on your passions. Um, you know, do what you do well and uh, do it passionately and, you know, it'll be successful.
Here at Royal Technologies, we are a manufacturing company that focuses on plastic injection molding. Uh, some of our customers are Steelcase, Stanley Black & Decker. Uh, products that we make are components for chairs and uh, automotive interior parts. It's always been about relationships, right? And so the leaders there that with the EDC, they were always available for you. So when you had a question, whether it's, hey, how do I handle insurance? What do I do with the city? Uh, they were always there to be that conduit and help resolve those uh, situations. We've been in mission since 2009 and uh, currently have about 53 employees here in the Mission Industrial Park. At MPI, we do protective coating services for the HVAC, general industrial, oil and gas markets. Do electro deposition coating, powder coating, liquid coating, and other chemical conversion coatings, mainly to resist corrosion and add functional properties. Mission Economic Development's been very instrumental in helping us get uh, into the space and into this industrial park. We really uh, enjoyed working with them this whole time. They were creative in how they brought us in and have helped us multiple times um, since then, getting equipment in, helping us fill positions, offering up their, their office spaces and stuff to try to uh, help facilitate. So it's been good. So uh, thank you for the time uh, for watching the video. As you can see, you know we try to be as well-rounded as we can here, uh, here in the Mission EDC. You know, a lot of it has come because of experiences that we've uh, had in the recruitment phase, in the business uh, redevelopment phase. Uh, you know, we used to be a heavily focused on industrial activity. We manage an industrial park, the Mission uh, Expressway Business Park. In trying to re recruit, we started to realize that there was um, gaps within our community, and uh, we try to address those with some of the programs that, that we talked about, um, some of the offerings, some of the workforce development. But in the workforce development, we realized well, there's a lot of uh, soft skills, a lot of uh, transferable uh, skill sets between entrepreneurship and being a really a really well-qualified uh, employee for, for any employer. So we focus on that. Uh, we provide as much uh, resource and, and information as possible. But um, with the seed, you know, we have 24 open offices. Uh, all of them are rented right now. Uh, we have 285 open seats. You provide a space so that people can come together and they can collaborate, work together. But we also focus on other sectors here in the city. Um, you know, we, we briefly mentioned our industrial park. Uh, there's been improvements to our water station, uh, our wastewater treatment facility. Um, we have our mission event center behind the event center. We uh, installed a new water tower to help regulate water pressure south of the expressway. Um, you know, we, we look at the needs. Um, there's more growth that's taking place to the north on Conway. There's water projects that are taking place to take water and sewer north to our city limits to make sure that all of the areas of mission can, can be developed. Um, another thing, I, also with our Mission Redevelopment Authority, our tax and reinvestment zone, we've, uh, we've put infrastructure into the city um, to help boost, as you all who are familiar with TERS know, the operation is to try to take an underutilized piece of property and, and turn it into a, a property that uh, has less risk for developers. So. Uh, with the Anzal Duos Highway, we started putting water and sewer and and, uh, and fire hydrants, and and that really did open the conversation for uh, for new investment. And we have the Killams uh, with us. We have Dr. Rolando Ortiz and René Cantar. Uh, we'll be showing their video here in a second. And I think that uh, it it helped. This planning phase helped make the property, make the Sherry um, Sherryland Plantation area uh, more attractive for them to to make their investment. But, um, we'll go ahead and play their video now. You can go ahead and start, Joel. Hi, my name is Cliff Killam with Killam Development and uh, really appreciate the opportunity to address the Rio Grande Valley partnership. Uh, they've been extremely supportive of us and welcoming and have introduced us to a lot of the uh, key folks in the community. And uh, we, we really uh, appreciate your all support. And Senor Contreras, thank you so much You've been a, a great friend uh, to our to us to our organization, and really appreciate everything you do. Uh, thank you so much for this opportunity, and we're so excited about our projects here at the City of Mission. Kilm Development is part of a uh, is a private family-owned business headquartered in Laredo, Texas. Um, we've we've been in business uh, for for over a hundred years. Uh, um, I, I represent the fourth generation. Uh, living here in Laredo and, and on the border. Um, we believe that we really understand uh, the border culture and are uh, proud to invest uh, in the city of Mission and 
you know, in, in, in border communities. Um, we're also in a variety of different types of businesses. We're in the real estate development acquisition business. We're in the oil and gas exploration business in South Texas. And we also are in ranching and investments. Um, I, uh, I work with my, my father, David. I help to run and manage the, uh, our real estate group and, and co-manage our oil and gas uh, efforts with, uh, with my father. The Mission ADC has been fantastic. Um, one of their projects that they've championed is the EDA grant, which will bring uh, infrastructure dollars into mission and ultimately help to create additional uh, industrial development uh, in the area. So we're, we're really excited about uh, those efforts and, um, and really uh, we've also with the TERS board working with them, um, it's been great. And, and we're just really excited to work in the area. Um, everyone has been so professional, so kind, so welcoming. Uh, as an example, you know, just going through the entitlement process takes less than 90 days. Places that we've worked, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen that fast. And so um, it's just been a really a, a delightful experience and just we're so grateful. Uh, everyone within the, the city of uh, Mission has just been great to work um, with. Mayor Ocaña and uh, City Manager Randy Pettis have been um, really just awesome to work with. They have been so supportive of uh, our efforts down there. Um, and as well as with the Mission ADC with Daniel Silva, I mean, just uh, really so grateful. It's been an amazing experience. And uh, I can say City of Mission is uh, the most business friendly uh, community that I have ever uh, worked with. And uh, it, it's, it's been really just delightful. What brought us to the City of Mission was buying um, the Hunt property, which is about 3,400 acres. And really, I can tell you um, that we may not have purchased that property uh, if it were not for the City of Mission and the Mission ADC having the vision and taking that leap of faith to invest infrastructure into the Hunt property, even when the Hunt group may not have been developing at the time. That happening made it attractive for us to go in and make that investment and purchase that property. And um, so I really applaud um, the Mission EDC, Mayor Ganya, and Randy Pettis, and, and the whole Mission uh, EDC TERS board uh, for, 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 for doing that. Um, it, it helped bring us into the community and um, we are so happy that we did. It's uh, some exciting projects down there. Uh, we have our El Milagro project, which is going to be bringing in um, mixed use development, uh, where we'll be doing you know, residential, multifamily, uh, retail, office, and, uh, and of course, you know, we want to open that up to the community. We want to open that up to other uh, developers um, across the state that may want to bring in retail or other uh, exciting uh, entertainment venues. And so, um, and of course, you know, we, as part of this process, we had a, a public workshop, which we were able to host at the Mission ADC to bring in the community, to listen to them and to help build the kind of community that you all want. Ultimately, it's about what do the people of Mission want? What do the people of the Rio Grande Valley want? And as a developer, we want to listen and we want to help deliver the type of community and lifestyle that you want. And um, again, just very thankful uh, for the opportunity and uh, we see really fantastic things happening in the city of Mission. It's exciting. It's dynamic. They have a bold vision uh, and they're aggressive about pursuing those things. And so we want to uh, let the community know that we're right there to work with them hand in hand to, to help make great things continue to happen in the city of Mission. We're looking forward to this partnership. We're looking forward to the, you know, the next five or 10 years, uh, we're going to see, I believe, a lot of growth, um, you know, for, for all of those who are, who are online that uh, focus on, on investors, trying to bring in investors, trying to find areas that they can create new business or new opportunities. You know, definitely there's going to be a lot of opportunity here in Mission. Um, uh, infrastructure is, is being improved. Roadways are being improved. Um, you know, new, Anzal Lewis is, is 
I say it's four miles of expressway frontage that hasn't been tapped, has been, hasn't been tapped into yet. I think the Kilns are going to do a great job and uh, we're, we're excited. So we have Dr. Ortiz and, and Rene online um, who can also uh, provide us a little bit of information. Welcome gentlemen. Good afternoon, uh, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, actually, it's still morning. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I just uh, want to echo uh, Cliff Killam's comments. Uh, the RGV partnership has been a tremendous partner, no pun intended. But uh, Sergio, you've uh, uh, have uh, helped us uh, maneuver through the, the the Rio Grande Valley, and uh, we 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 appreciate that. You and your staff has been very good. We've uh, made a couple of trips to DC together. And uh, you've invited us to a few of the um, events that you've had there. We've met a lot of great people, so uh, we thank you for that. Daniel, uh, you and your team over there at the City of Mission has been um, extremely um, uh, transparent, uh, very uh, easy to work with. Um, we uh, enjoy our relationship uh, with you. We applaud everything that you all have done. Uh, your cybersecurity workforce development. We hope that someday we can realize a cybersecurity type of facility in our subdivision that we can tie in your students into a facility there in Mission as well. So um, we thank you. Uh, Cliff did not mention we are getting ready to start our phase one. We're calling it El Milagro phase one. It's got a little over 400 uh, uh, um, single family uh, lots and a uh, little over 30, 35 acres of commercial development. <clears throat> we wanna create a very walkable, bikeable uh, community. Um, um, Cliff did mention that we have uh, some charrettes uh, about this time last year, uh, actually a little probably in January, February of last year. And uh, we listened to the public. We were there for about a week. I'm sure several of you all um, participated uh, in those charrettes, and we gathered a bunch of good information. So uh, our plan is uh, we're doing a, a small redesign on one of the sections in our phase one that should be completed this week. Uh, we plan to put this project out to where we have actually a pre-bid meeting next week, and then we are going to start construction uh, or put it out to bid in the, the the following week and hopefully start construction in the next 45 to 60 days. So we're extremely excited about that. Um, we've also uh, uh, worked with the Mission EDC on the development grant that uh, Cliff was talking about. Uh, this will hopefully help alleviate some of the flooding that's happened down there back in 2018, 2019. And uh, we're just happy to be a part of it. Uh, we're excited about the Ansabduas Bridge. Uh, we're no strangers to the Rio Grande Valley. We uh, own a little bit of property in Hidalgo, uh, Texas. We have a couple of warehouses there. We have a little bit of property in McAllen, and now we have this beautiful piece of property in Mission, and and we are so excited to, to get the ball rolling. Um, so if you all have any questions, Renee, would you like to add something? Um, thank you very much to the partnership as well, to Daniel and his team and uh, Roly. Uh, I just want to say as someone who grew up here in the Rio Grande Valley, seeing something like this happen is uh, very exciting. Um, I know that uh, I've mentioned this before, uh, you know, a lot of the people that graduated with me from high school, once we left college, we said we were never going to come back to the Rio Grande Valley. And that's the case still for most of uh, most of the, the people I went to school with. But um, these type of developments and these type of uh, entertainment opportunities and these type of businesses, like the like the food uh, uh, food truck park that they have in Mission, is is something that is really um, uh, creating new opportunities and new entertainment uh, to the Rio Grande Valley, and it's really attracting. Um, you know, people to, to come back to come back home to the valley. So, um, you know, I just want to say we're here. Uh, our doors are always open. If, you, if there's any questions, if there's any comments regarding the development, regarding any, you know, uh, partnerships, anything, uh, our doors are, are always open. So that's, that's what I'd like to add. Thank you, Renee. 
Thank you. Okay, Sergio. So uh, I don't know how we're doing on time. Thank you. Uh, yes, Daniel, we're uh, we're doing great on time. This this provides us an opportunity to ask questions, and, and thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to dive into a couple of questions I received. Uh, um, uh, one is, uh, Daniel, congratulations of of being providing a holistic approach regarding workforce uh, quality of life. Uh, we work very well with our partners, with Brenda Enrique, Brenda Enriquez over at the uh, Chamber of Commerce. So thank you for, for being, uh, you know, looking into how to work all in a comprehensive plan. Uh, to our partners over at Killam, El Milagro, it's about investment. It's about turning dirt. It's also about working with our local uh, vendors. Uh, Renee, we've spoken about this uh, as you launch El Milagro, which is great, right? Because COVID provided a, a lot of uncertainty. It was great to know that you're already going to jump into phase one. 400 homes, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of uh, construction, turning dirt, nails, all that good stuff. 35 acres of commercial development. Uh, how are you approaching your efforts in working with local uh, architects, construction firms, uh, plumbers along those lines? Rene and Dr. Ortiz. Yes, so um, as um, you might or might not know, we've engaged Melden and Hunt, who's our civil engineering and uh, are handling our um, infrastructure for the uh, development there. And uh, so we're happy to have them on board. They have a world of experience in the Rio Grande Valley. We are um, um, uh, going to be outsourcing uh, our um, infrastructure to several local contractors in the Rio Grande Valley as well, so that uh, uh, the streets can get built and the water lines and uh, can also get built. So those are the uh, two forces we're using today and that um, we're uh, excited to work with the local people. It's a, a lot easier when you team up with local in order to get our uh, project moving in the right direction, so. Good question. Great. Thank you uh, for that. The other one is related to, to Daniel Silva. Earlier you mentioned. They're stating that there's growth also in the, on the north part of a mission, several subdivisions in particular. Uh, one is. What are you seeing? What, what's driving that? development in, in residential homes even during COVID? I mean definitely as any realtor who's on or broker they, they know uh, residential never really took a hit. Um, you know asking prices are being met, um, bidding wars above and beyond. Uh, I think that there's still a um, this this need for for residential. I think that as we're bringing in more jobs, as we're bringing in more industry, we're starting to see a progression in our in our income attainment, and that's giving people more opportunities to to get out and and be homeowners. I think with where interest rates were at, I know they've gone up re, um, over the last six months, but where interest rates were at, it made it very uh, very convenient to go out and get a mortgage. Uh, interest rates were extremely low, and 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 people could afford uh, what they couldn't afford in the past. So I think that. Uh, really helped drives a lot of that. Also, you know, it's it's the nature of the beast with retail and 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 and, and development in a community. As as more people come in, um, they start looking a little further out, a little further out from the, the nucleus of the community or or the city. Um, prices are a little less expensive on the outer edges, and then it continues to grow out. I think the neighboring communities have also grown a lot. Alton, Vanitas, Palmhurst, Palmview. I think all of those are you know they have a lot of wins under their belt that that are starting to draw more people to look at the valley and look for areas that they can still live. Um, you know, all of those communities, they're, they're not really far from the express. They have a lot of open and available. So, you know, we're seeing that, that north side on the south with Rhodes Enterprise and, and with the Killams, we have two private developers who, you know, they have, they've programmed in this, this retail de uh, residential development. And, uh, and there's just, in a nutshell, just still pent up demand for it. Thank you for that. Uh, I'll, I'll open it up for those that are in the audience. Anyone have any questions or comments before I dive into the next question that I have? 
you can please unmute yourself. Daniel, the, the next uh, question is, uh, how, how easy or hard is it to launch a new business in the city of Mission? Do you have to go through several offices? Can you go to a one-stop shop? How do you navigate uh, do, going through that process, whether it's new residential development or starting off a new business? What we like to try to do is, is have the EDC be kind of the launch pad. We, we want for them to come to the EDC. We're very close to the city. We want to um, physically and relationship-wise. So when it gets to the phase of them looking for permits, you know, we can direct them um, on who to talk to. We can call over and say, somebody's coming over. They'll be meeting with you to pull a permit. Um, but really, we want the EDC to be um, the, the starting point, and we want to for lack of a better term, hold their hand through the whole process because we know it can be daunting. When we went through the COVID CARES uh, relief program, you know, the funds that were given to the county that were disseminated to the businesses that were, were affected during COVID, we got a firsthand view at you know, over 600 businesses here in Mission and, and, and they were across the spectrum. I mean, some businesses were very uh, defined in their paperwork. Some businesses didn't know that they had to have a business bank account or didn't know that they had the difference between W-2 and, and 1099 employees. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities that we saw. We definitely want to uh, create programs to help these small businesses grow. And any businesses that are looking to do business and mission, we want to be that first stop because you know, we, we want to help them navigate and we'll help them the entire way through. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and, and I'll provide another opportunity here because I do have about four other questions that come in. Uh, another one is you, you alluded to it as, as you kicked off the conversation of, of, of the impact that COVID has had in our communities. So this one is, is one that we've received throughout the last couple of months. Historically, the NEDC is the, it works to attract, recruit new businesses, right? Whether they're large, small, medium, but attempt to bring them in. COVID has changed the way that the EDCs work, where now folks are more working in, uh, locally, uh, growing from within, but more along the lines of retaining. Uh, how have you as a director and your team transitioned to continue to serve your local community at the same time, expand your, your, your workforce? I think we were, we were fortunate in the fact that we had already started to pivot from what I call typical economic development of, of retail, I mean, of, of industrial and, uh, and uh, manufacturing attraction, because we started to look at, well, we needed to focus on the community. And in doing so, it exposed us to, uh, to a lot of businesses that were looking to start up. And, and really the, the process was to, as we were going through this COVID CARES program, is, is to, to start diving in a little bit more as to what their, their business needs were. So, you know, for us to, to have a business come into the community um, and especially during the pandemic, uh, it made it very, very hard for them to find resource. So we tried to provide them with, uh, with as much information, as much, uh, you know, as many dollars as we could through, through various programs, but we started to get creative uh, because we knew things are going to take a while to get back to normal. I mean, the normal process of, you know, reaching out to a site selector or traveling to a conference and trying to get in front of people um, was not going to happen. I mean, I thought foolishly that it was only going to be a six month to eight month type of issue. But obviously, you know, we're a year later and we're still very restricted in, in our in our travel processes. So we've we've really changed it around to to try to focus small, uh, try to focus on, on what the needs are here in the community. But the, the seed building is, is a good example. We know that w remote work is going to be uh, the new normal. Um, you know, people are working from home. People have been working from home for over a year. And so now, and, and I, I work from home for a little bit, and I know that it, it can get very, uh, very distracting. And, 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 and sometimes it's, it's a little difficult. So providing a space that they could come in, they could have a co-worker membership, have access to the building, uh, either eight to five with one of the levels of membership or unlimited access. We have individuals that come in um, in the evenings and they do programming and, and they, they utilize a the space and it's available for them. So we're going to, we're going to continue to push that. We're going to still try to continue to push, um, you know, new technologies and, and new ways that we can uh, try to assist the businesses. Thank you. Yes. I, I know that, our organization has taken advantage of the opportunities at, at your building inside and, and also outside because you have good working space 
with shade and Wi-Fi. So thank you for that. Um, the next question is from a local investor. Uh, as in CDs or EDCs uh, at times have properties that they have for sale. Uh, do y'all have any in your inventory that you would uh, are, are pushing to sell? So we have the Mission Industrial Park, which has historically been our industrial space. Uh, we started 170 acres. Today, I have two contracts that are that are pending final execution. It, after those two are complete, we'll only have two parcels left, which total to about four and a half acres. So the industrial park is 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 pretty much complete, um, you know, and the Killams have come in at a, at a phenomenal time. You know, we're working on a new industrial park south of military. Um, you know, they're going to have lots of opportunity for that. So uh, it, it's really nice to be able to see, you know, hand, handing over the baton, but we're going to be there the entire process. We're still going to be doing the recruitment. We're still going to try to see economic incentives that we can provide to land the, the, the bigs. Um, but there's, there's that aspect, but then there's also the retail. You know, historically, and I remember being quoted in the paper back in 2005 or six, saying, you know, EDC doesn't recruit or doesn't spend dollars for retail. Rooftop retail follows rooftops, and that's something that we've always said in economic development. And I still try to stick as close to that as possible, but I do understand that there's uh, there's developmental need, there's infrastructure that needs to be put into place to make a property. Uh, manageable, tangible to be able to develop on. So we're going to continue to, to push in, on, on those sectors. We own uh, 19 acres by the Mission Event Center. Uh, that's right behind the Target and the HEB. So uh, those are the two pieces of property that we own. Um, the, the retail property by the Event Center, you know, we're, we're looking for retail type businesses, uh, hotels, um, there can be offices there, uh, mixed use. So what we're trying to explore, um, Daniel Galvan is our broker and he's doing a great job and we're trying to explore ways that we can uh, recruit for that area because, you know, there is about 500,000 square feet of retail within a, you know, within a one mile radius of that area. So it is our highest grossing, uh, retail attraction, uh, sales tax dollar attraction here in the city. But, um, you know, as so that's the only property that the EDC owns, but we're definitely here to try to help any landowner that has large properties. And when I get a lead or I have somebody come in looking for something, what I do know that we have available, I will make them aware of it. Thank you. And the two tracks that you'll have at the industrial park, those are two tracks, four acres each, vacant no, two lots. Acres, two acres a piece. They're vacant lots. Yeah, right off of Anzal Duas on the east side. So it's the southeast corner of Trinity and Anzal Duas. Uh, and they're, they're commercial slash light industrial. Thank you. And uh, the next question is for the Killen Group, but I'll open it up now. Anyone else have a question or comment before I go into the next question? Okay. The next one is uh, uh, to the Killen Group. Uh, and it kind of feeds off of what Daniel just spoke about. Oh, th throughout the region, We've seen the need for industrial space, warehousing space. International trade continues to, to uh, increase. Uh, we see that that's the reason why our roads are being expanded. Uh, we have several communities that are launching their own industrial parks, new, new uh, warehousing space. Can you expand on, the, on your acreage, uh, the 35 acres uh, of commercial development? Is that going to be, can you expand on what that may look like and then also Give us your perspective on the need for warehouse space here in, in, uh, in Mission and what you're doing. Very good question. Um, so our phase one El Milagro is going to be commercial retail office type development. It's off of Ansaldúas and Los Indios, <clears throat> the future Los Indios that will go from Ansaldúas all the way to Conway. So, but we are working with the EDC on about a hundred acre development just south of West Military, adjacent to Ansaldúas, and further south of the railroad uh, that kind of runs through there. The the short line, um, uh, the real switching, the Rio Valley switching uh, company. So, um, we we're, we're bullish on industrial. You know, we have a lot of industrial in our portfolio, both here in Laredo and the Rio Grande Valley, we probably have equal amount of square footage in both communities. Um, we see a trend in um, industrial development in the valley. 
Um, it's our understanding that Ansaldúas Bridge is looking to uh, open up uh, full commercial soon. And uh, we believe we're positioned uh, to, to handle that. We probably have uh, in the city of Mission close to 400 acres of industrial uh, property that we can develop and we could expand that a little bit depending on what we do right off of West Military on the south side. Um, you know, I'm um, excited uh, that uh, the EDC and uh, Daniel's group have um, worked the cyber workforce uh, because I do think that there's an opportunity there that where we could team up and um, visit our, our, our state economic development groups to see about um, uh, maneuvering um, cyber type of um, um, employment in this area where we could have them live, work, and play in the same area. So um, we're very excited about the industrial possibilities in this area. Thank you, Dr. Ortiz. And, and by the way, congratulations on your doctoral degree. Um, uh, another one is, Janae, you might be able to expand on this regarding your entertainment and retail district. Uh, are you able to expand on that now? That's part of the question. Uh, and, and we're nearing the end of our program. So I'll, I'll do that in one more. Um, yes, thanks for the question. Um, and we, when we had our charrettes back in uh, 2019, I think that was our charrettes, one of the biggest uh, things we've heard was, you know, people want to have a space where they can uh, live, work, and play. And um, we had really been focusing on, list, uh, on what was heard during those charrettes and create a, a spot that really harnesses, you know, the entertainment, the retail, um, the Rio Grande Valley in general, Mission, uh, McAllen, um, are, are becoming uh, culinary capitals of South Texas. You know, there's, there's local restaurants popping up, chefs that are coming back. Um, so we, we are really focusing on trying to create uh, a space where all of that can come together. Um, so, um, you know, some of the ideas we have are, are, are mix, uh, mixed use, having uh, retail with, you know, uh, uh, spaces where there could be live music, uh, where there could be, you know, uh, uh, food, restaurants, bars, coffee shops. Um, everything in a walkable distance, right? It's not using your car, getting to our development, parking your car and walking the rest of, of the way or getting on a scooter or getting on a bike. Um, that's the idea uh, that we have in this development. Um, Roly, I don't know if you want to go a little bit deeper on it. I think you're on mute. Uh, so uh, I, I will add, you know, I've been in commercial real estate for probably about 35 years. I started when I was 10, but uh, that's a joke. Um, but, um, you know, everything that I've learned and grown and, and, and expanded my commercial real estate, it's always about rooftops. And for whatever reason, I had a gut feeling in this area, there'd be some pent up demand for commercial and that could have worked simultaneously together. And what we did find early on that there was some interest um, for big entertainment type facilities, um, kind of like what you're seeing Daniel do with the seed and the food park and the beer gardens and those types of things. However, the pandemic did put a little damper on it and people gathering together. However, um, you know, we're still encouraged that uh, we will be able to create this atmosphere, as Rene was talking about, in order to um, capture these types of uh, uh, entertainment venues, uh, along with, um, um, you know, your regular day-to-day -day, uh, barbershops and uh, coffee shops and those types of, uh, of things. Uh, so... We are back in earnest, uh, reaching out. Uh, ironically, last February, I had I was actually at a large entertainment um, 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 symposium in Los Angeles, um, you know, and the 
there was nobody talking about the pandemic, which was ironic of what had happened, right? Uh, you know, uh, two weeks later, you know, everything's locked down. Uh, but um, there's, a, there, there, there's, there's an industry out there that is, I think, starving for, for locations. And I think it's going to be a very good time um, with us bringing this project on board and the pent-up demand that they've had for the past 12 months. If you can imagine, they've probably put two or three uh, stores around the country on hold just because of what's happening. So um, we are, um, um, we're committed to trying to bring these down. We know we have a good partner with EDC and uh, the, the whole team there in mission. So we uh, um, are excited, you know, uh, said Hill, we're committed to helping uh, your all's group in anything we can do. Um, trips to the state capitol, um, uh, just fighting the cause for for more infrastructure dollars in this uh, 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 Rio Grande Valley. Um, you know, we're here to help, uh, and we thank you for these opportunities that uh, you're providing our community here in um, uh, the, the Rio Grande Valley and, and having us uh, put our word out. So thank you very much, you and your board. Thank you on behalf of the Rio Grande Valley Killam Group. Uh, uh, thank you so much for investing in our region. Uh, we know that the multiple jobs you're going to create in mission through 400 rooftops and 35 acres of commercial development will impact our entire region. Uh, and we know that you'll do more. So thank you for, for doing that. And Daniel at the Mission EDC, thank you for having a foundation that allows groups like the Killam Group to come in and invest. So we want to say thank you for providing providing those opportunities and for always thinking out of the box uh, in all, un, you know, all sense of the word in the sense of uh, quality of life to development. So any closing remark before we pass on uh, to uh, Gabe Garza? I, I just want to say thank you again and you know, reiterate that. And, and thank you for all the partners. You know, obviously we can't do this alone. You know, the team has grown quite a bit, um, you know, and we, we've had, uh, we've had a lot of a lot of fun in doing all of this. I mean, and and really, that's that's kind of the goal. They're making this available for for the community, uh, listening to them and listening to all of our partners. So thank you uh, for this opportunity. I look forward to all of the other virtual tours, and uh, you all are doing a phenomenal a phenomenal job. Thank you again. Thank you to to all of you. Uh, we are now going to tell you what's coming up next. Uh, so we're very fortunate to have with us uh, Gabe Garza. He's the owner of Credit Management Concepts. Uh, in fact, uh, a, uh, the reason that we as an organization are, are, have started to host uh, tours of, 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 the, of the region is because Gabe had initiated that via residential tours and then kicked it off to commercial, and here we are. So, Gabe, can you please help us uh, with closing comments and tell us what is next? Thanks, Sergio. Appreciate it. Um, well, first of all, thank you very much for Daniel Silva and the Mission EDC, all the great things they're doing. Outstanding, Daniel. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Rene and Dr. Ortiz and the Kiln Development for also participating uh, with us. Uh, some highlights, just real quick. We've averaged about 50-plus participants in the last couple of tours, so that's been really amazing, Sergio. Thank you very much for, uh, obviously, Sergio and the staff and the RGV partnership. Um, thanks to all our sponsors. Uh, and in saying that, if you're not a current sponsor of these tours, please reach out to Sergio or Monica and, and let them know that you want to participate as a sponsor for these tours as well. We'll take as many as we can get. So getting to the upcoming uh, tour dates, please write them down. So we're looking at April 15th, which will be a Thursday, as the next one for San Juan, and it's the EDC. Um, the next one will be May 6th. The Algo, Hidalgo EDC will be joining us. Uh, June 3rd, we have the FAR EDC. And then we're looking at September 2nd with a San Benito EDC. And I think we're going to have some other uh, cities participate in any of those gaps, right, Sergio? That is correct. Thank you all very much for uh, making this possible. Um, and hope to see you at the next tour. Thank you, uh, Gabe. And, and more to follow to the entire group of the upcoming ones where we're thinking probably uh, uh, May timeframe is when we'll, we'll start doing these uh, in person as well. 
So we want to say thank you. Again, to our sponsors, take care. Uh, to presenters, uh, we hope to see you all soon uh, and be safe. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Sergio. Thank you, Larry Gonzalez, Prince Capital Bank, our chairman. Thank you. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.